0: Hi everyone, my name is here and I am uh, your host of this podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, the reason for this podcast, the reason why I created this podcast is to allow pastors, leaders um, and really anyone who follows and loves Jesus uh, to give them a platform to be genuine and open about their life, faith and ministry. On today's episode, I'm talking to James, and uh, James is a pioneer. He is a, uh, you can even say he's an entrepreneur in regards to the way he thinks and what he does, and uh, James just loves um, seeking the lost, and he loves Jesus, and uh, he's created this project with obviously the help of, of many, many people, uh, but God has given him a special gift and a, a vision uh, to create kind of like an alpha type series, uh, specifically targeted at youth, um, Australian youth, who will have no idea about the Christian faith. And uh, we talk about his journey, we talk about how God kind of put the idea in his mind, and we talk about how um, it was important for him to dream big and to trust God, and there's been many ups and downs as you uh, hear in this episode. Um, but it's a it's a really challenging episode, and I really do hope you enjoy it. And uh, my encouragement to you is to think about your life and what God is putting in your heart, and are you accepting it? You know, are you trusting God or are you rejecting it? Enjoy this episode. All right. Well, uh, thanks, James, for joining me, and uh, thanks for giving up your time. Um, just for those at home. You know, just maybe give us a little bit more information about yourself. Um, yeah, what you do for a living, maybe any hobbies and stuff like that. We'll probably start there.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me on, Alicia. Um Yeah, I am from from Adelaide, um, and so uh, that that means that everyone just needs to, to to slow down and speak a little bit bit slower because I'm a little bit behind where where most of the eastern <laughs> states are, are at. Um, I, I grew up in Adelaide um, and it's uh, been home for uh, most most of my life, um, but I've had the opportunity to kind of travel around around the world. so when I mm-hmm. left school I, I did a law and international studies degree uh, and had the privilege to to travel the world uh, with that. So uh, I was looking at doing some international law and worked for uh, the UN and the World Bank uh, for a little bit uh, and doing some internships in those in those spaces uh, and then had some research into disability rights uh that that took me around the place um yeah, so right. that's, that's kind of my my my, my background uh, growing up for fun i'm a am a mad yeah. tennis uh tennis player that's my happy place yeah um i love doing mentoring and discipleship with young people that uh that wakes me up in the morning um and i'm a tragic port adelaide supporter um, which might be lost to some of those in, in in New South Wales, but there's this thing called AFL that the the rest of Australia really, really, really loves. Yeah, um, apparently
0: I, I've heard about it. I don't know too much <laughs> about it, but you know, NRL is where it's at. Um, yeah, right. So, so yeah. Look, I'll probably just start from the the beginning. You mentioned about you know doing your your degree and travelling. Like, how was that? And is that something that you always you know from a young age wanted to do, or is that just kind of fell into your lap? Like, you know what, I'm just gonna see where it goes and travel and study
1: yeah I, I think when i grew up i wanted to be a lawyer but i thought i was going to more be a kind of domestic lawyer my uncle was a uh was a lawyer and i i did work really hard at school school didn't come come naturally to me um uh, things weren't, things weren't straightforward at home either so that was a a big deal like i'm the first generation in my family to go to university um and that was right. that was kind of a a big deal for us to be able to to, to do something like that um but yeah, I, I just had these opportunities to to go and to go and travel and uh, and experience the world. I was really lucky and fortunate, I got some uh, some scholarships, which meant I was able to to have some amazing experiences mm. uh, overseas. But yeah, it certainly um certainly kind of fell into, into my lap a little bit. And as I explored it, realized it was something that I was really, really passionate about and enjoyed.
0: You're right. And so uh I I'm assuming, but correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, were you a believer when you were doing this, or did you become a Christian later on? Or in regards to your faith, where were you when you were travelling and exploring the world? Yeah, no. So uh, faith
1: was still very much at the centre of of my life, um, mm. and had been since I was quite a quite a young young person. I had quite a um, uh, quite an intense experience when I was I was quite young and realised that, that that God was real and moving and uh, and at work in in my life. And so for me, my work was always in the natural extension of uh who i who i was mm. um and the fact that i was you know wanting to do the kind of work that i was doing in in my mind was an extension of uh, of my uh, of my faith so i was very intentional i wanted to do work that uh was was good in the world and that was making a difference so when i was at the un i was working uh, on something uh, called disaster risk reduction which is a uh, uh, it's a way of investing smartly to make sure that uh, when you do development, it reduces the chances of uh, repeat disasters happening because there's actually nothing mm. natural about a disaster. It's uh, most, most things that happen in big natural disasters are man-made. So that's what I was doing when I was there. When I was with you the World what? Bank in Indonesia, I was working on disability rights uh, and working on a, a community development program, which is, was actually at the time the largest program uh, in the world. Uh, and what we were doing as part of that program, we were like a small little subset of it, was making sure that people... Uh, with disabilities, don't uh, don't miss out. Uh, and so, making sure that they were able to access some of the uh, the kind of uh, I guess grants and funding that we were we were working on, uh, and that was really so. So to me, it was a natural extension mm. of uh, Jesus's mission to to be uh, salt and light in this world, and to uh, to work with the least of these and give a voice to the voiceless.
0: Um, and so, it's interesting because you talked about. Uh, you know, working for the UN and the World Bank. And then you left, obviously. And, uh, and, and like, what did you do when, uh, or what, probably the first question is, why did you leave? Like, why did you end up coming back to Australia? And, and this is probably the main thing of, of today is how did you find out that God wants to use you for a, a big project? And uh, for those listening, you know, what I'm talking about is the fact that James is currently leading, creating, filming and, and all stuff in regards to a uh which is it's an alpha type course is that right james
1: yeah yeah i'd call it a like a like a pre-alpha course yep. that helps young people explore faith
0: so yeah and it's called yeah, xp that's yeah that's right so it's called xp and so yeah that, that's my question i know it's a big one but yeah you know why did you come back and how has god lead, led you to the moment now where you're leading this massive project
1: yeah i had a a really really sinking uh, feeling when I was working at the World World Bank which uh, I wasn't used to getting but I needed to pay attention to it and mm. I remember waking up heading to to work one day uh, and there was a sense that what I was doing was good um, really good um, but there was there was this d- deepest sense um, that uh, there was something about it that just uh, wasn't ticking the boxes, and I, um, yeah. I couldn't uh, quite work out what what it was. It, um, well, uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to describe, I'm trying to describe it. But I came home, uh, I came home knowing that this was something that uh, God was in, uh, and mm. that God was moving. It. Like I could continue to do my my. Work. I don't, I don't think there's like a, a black and white path for people. I think mm. God is pleased. Uh, to give us gifts and talents, and then a bit like a smorgasbord, kind of go. What do you want to do with this? Mm. Um, and and so I, I think I think it took a while for me to admit to myself that m- maybe what I what I felt called to do and what I would like to do with my my gifts and talents was this was to serve um, to serve young people. Um, and and so uh, having had that experience i dragged myself off to, to bible college for for another three years and 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 that was that was challenging after having done all of all of that study and working through that but um uh coming coming out of that there was this there was a sense that as i was talking to young people uh that that something was uh something was missing in their experience so the backstory to what i was working on i had this group of scallywags and misfits these kids on the on the fringe. And I had, you know, a couple of kids in the guardianship of the minister. I had two kids that didn't have a faith background. Um and a and a couple of other kids that were just kind of on 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 the fringe and they were hanging out with uh with this youth group that I was uh working working in at the time. Um and they um we were we were running some youth resources with them. I think we I think Youth Alpha had just come out at the time. It's a it's a brilliant resource. But uh, for for my kid when we ran it, it just kind of went straight over their head. And I was mm. like, whoa, what's happened here? This is this is uh, this is big stuff. Like this is supposed to be the, the starting point. I realised that culture had shifted quite quite dramatically, um, and, and that my little happy growing up place was probably a different starting point to what many of the young people that. We were serving, kind of grew, grew up with just in terms of their basic understanding and awareness of of, of a god or of faith, and so um, it, it took me a while to to, to really feel like uh, I need to do something here. And I remember waking up and um, uh, uh, I was in the shower one morning, and all of my best ideas for some reason always come when I'm in the shower. So I don't know what that is, but uh, I I just had this idea of like, what if we took a couple of steps back? Um, right. And and I remember writing that down in a word document, and it was you know a hundred words in a word document, and that was it. Um, and I thought it would go away, but um, mm. within a couple of months, that word document was wasn't a hundred words; it was ten thousand words. Um, and the last time I opened up that thing, it was oh, like wow. three hundred thousand words. Long. Like, did you know what I mean? Like, this idea just started coming 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 together, and the nervousness for me was actually admitting to myself uh, that I think this might be the kind of thing that God. Might want me to do uh like I I'm not, I don't have a film background. uh This idea that I'd be might be creating like a video series that helps yeah. young people explore science. I'm like I don't have those skills. Those aren't things that I'm either naturally native to do. Like you know I can I can edit some funny stuff together and you know I was making funny YouTube, uh, YouTube videos but wasn't I wasn't like a professional and it was just you know silly fun things that you, you put together. And this this was yeah. this is a big deal. So I actually rang up. Um, a couple of ministries like I rang up the guys at Alpha and I was like, Hey, I've got this thing for you. Would you like it? Um and they're like, Hey, James, that's great. But I think God might be calling you to do that. Um yeah. so then I rang up this other um youth ministry that also kind of works in this space and they're like, James, that's fantastic. What a what a great idea. We need that in the world. But um uh I think God might be calling you to do <laughs> you to do that. And so there was this moment where I tried to keep handballing this thing off. Um very 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 yeah. giddy, Gideon, very Gideon like. I really like this is not a, this is not one of those power stories of like, God called me to do this and I did it. Yeah. It's like, no, I really tried to handle this off because I have a belief that if there's something or someone else in the world that is doing something, mm. uh, your job, your, your job is instead of, you know, I guess this is coming out of my experience in Indonesia, instead of trying to solve it, try and partner with the people that are actually doing this stuff mm. first um and work with them to to try and solve the thing because chances are someone else is already doing it. So yeah. I looked for a year and a half um genuinely for other people that might be doing this or that could do this. And and uh, at the end of the day, there was nothing there. And I still had this really strong desire, this this burning thing inside me that said, like, I think there's something here. I think I think there's a there's a way to communicate uh with young people in in this kind of uh, pre-alpha space, that might actually be really helpful for them in their journey of faith. Wrong. And so I had this moment of like, right, uh, okay, I'm going to give this a crack.
0: That's that's insane because like, yeah, you're a year and a half. You're thinking, man, nah, nah, that's not for me. I'll, I'll, you know, suss it out, make sure to tell other people about it, and they can kind of uh, take the baton and, and do what you want. But ultimately, you know, God wanted you to do it. So uh, coming back, I'm just thinking, and this is what I'm thinking, like, has that happened before? Like, How did you know this was a God thing? Because, you know, we all have ideas, even in the shower or toilet or whatever, you're thinking, oh, that's such a stupid idea um, or a silly idea or God's not going to use me. So how did you know, actually, like, no, I think this is this is really not an idea from me. It's a d- an idea from God. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know if I'm you can articulate
1: not, it, but yeah, yeah. no, and, that, and that's that's fair enough. I, I don't, again, I don't think I have a, a magical, uh, like a magical moment where I woke up and had this lightning bolt or this voice yeah. from, you know, God, James, I want you to do, you know, like I didn't, I didn't have that kind of moment or experience. Yep. Um, I think there were things along the way, and as I stepped forward into it, realised that God was leading me. Yeah, um, right. and so I know that I just have to take one step at a time and be faithful yeah. to the very big and very scary vision that mm. you know God has God has given me, and that I, uh, while I know what that is, I don't have to I don't have to be there yet. So for mm. me, it's it's things like um, normally normally when I write down ideas like this, like I have lots of ideas, most of them go nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. But there was something about this one that just kept stirring. Mm.
0: Um, All right.
1: And it didn't go away, and it was the kind of thing that it would be the thing that would wake me up in the morning with two or three ideas, and it would be the last thing I was thinking about at night. Um, it, it was it was things like when we had the opportunity to make the pilot uh, and see the way that youth ministry practitioners and schools and
0: yeah. chaplains
1: were using this resource and going, hey, this is actually going to help me communicate to these kids. This is actually going to work. Um it, it was moments where I was with, um, uh, you know, kids, and and they would we would be talking about the content or the types of things that we'd be talking about, and they're like, that sounds actually really interesting. I might genuinely be interested at, you know, w- watching that or or being a part of that. And these are kids that have no faith background whatsoever, uh, yeah, right. and and used some very colourful language to say what I politely just. Um, just said there.
0: But, you don't want to repeat um, what
1: they said, no? Yeah, no, best not. Um, but, uh, so so for me, there are little moments like that where I knew yeah. that God was along the, along the way uh, working and going before me, you know, and, and just mm. the just the mammoth task of trying to fundraise for, for something like this, you know, making quality resources are, are expensive. They're not straightforward. And so seeing the way that God has gone before us and opened doors so that we are able to, uh to make not only a pilot episode to try and kind of work out what this is, but now the full series uh there there're these little these little lights along the way that, mm. that tell me i'm you know I'm walking along along the right path uh and that that, that this is something that god is God is in um, mm. again, I know that that doesn't necessarily answer your question with a sense of like clarity, but i my my experience is that i while I'm deeply clear about my my mission and that I know that this is something that is from God, um, I, I'm also of the view that it's not always it's not always an act of you know getting something from uh, from God, some sort of download. It's actually an mm. experience of faithfully trusting a series of you know kind of hunches that are mm. that are out there and 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 leaning into that. Um, yeah. And 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 that's what I got. <laughs>
0: that's awesome and and the fact that you showed so much faith and said, you know what I'm gonna do it because um like you said before you did a pilot and that was what, a couple of years ago and then you reviewed it and then you know it's you you've you've just um you just stopped filming but you, you kind of shot the whole series um but the challenges of that like you said before getting money asking money from people finding actors getting all this stuff that you were not used to like What do you think was the biggest challenge? Because you kind of said, all right, I think God's calling me to do this. But you got thrown in the deep end. Like, what what are the things that you thought, oh, man, like, this is hard. Like, what's been the biggest challenge in doing all this?
1: (laughs) I mean, broken record. Um, But, (laughs) like, there was this thing. So we shot the pilot in uh, August of 2019. um, And then it released in October of 2019. And we had all of this momentum. And then there was this thing that happened in South Australia. don't know whether it happened – in, in, in New South Wales, but there was this thing happened around March 2020, this right. single COVID. No, i um, never heard of it. Yeah, never heard and of it just it. completely, yeah, okay. like, right. it shut everything down <laughs> um, and we lost all of this momentum. I, I went from one week having a conversation with a potential uh, potential donor about making the whole thing. Uh, to the next week, just like crickets on the, on the phone line. Everyone just went into a different place. Uh, so initially that was really challenging because I was like, what's going on here? Um, but I think for, you know, for me and the resource, having that space to be able to critically slow down, uh, and Mm. and work through what it was, was actually very, very handy. Um, so without, you know, that was one of those silver lining things. Um, like to be honest, I think, the hardest thing, the hardest thing for me, has continually been like a sense, probably a sense of imposter syndrome, as I mm. continue to navigate all of this and go like, these these are skills that are not natural for me, and trying to mm. make sure that I uh, do this well and do this faithfully has been a, a challenge. Um, I think patience for me is something that has been not. Not easy. This, you know, so th- this idea, you know, that came to me as I was w- working through this, that was 20 2017. And the small group that All I was right. working through had a couple of small groups that kind of got me to this point. That, that, that was 2013. Um so like this is a this is an idea now that's 10 years 10 years old. Um wow. and so the patience for me to 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 work with this and see this idea and to cultivate it, that's been slow and at times really agonizing. And uh I'm not a patient person um and you know i I pretend that God has taught me how to be patient through this, but i'm 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 still to be perfect kind of, I don't think eight. I'm there yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've learnt that lesson um, I think I'm still going to be learning that lesson for for a little while so yeah um, right. yeah that that has been hard to just to work at this knowing that it's not going to happen overnight like I think people. Consume a lot of content like when you think about mm. your next Netflix stuff or you know, whatever streaming service you're on. If mm. you have one, people watch something and it's like, great, you binge it in a week and it's gone, mm. and then you have to wait a couple of years. But, um, you know, the, the chances are that like that show to get to that point probably been about a five to ten year journey for that person, and you, you consume yeah, right. it in a in, in a week. Like it's 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 a real it's a real uh real creative space to to be in and 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 want this to to come into reality. It takes a lot of lot of hard work and a lot of blood blood, sweat and tears. And you know what, I'm I'm really thankful that I've kind of been on that on that uh journey. It's 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 been fun. L- literally mm. this is, is it's been the hardest thing I've ever had to do, Alicio, but it's it's literally the most fun I've I think I've had. So I've I'm, I'm really thankful
0: for it at the same time. Yeah. No, look, and uh just for, for those listening, it's interesting because I've even though you know, you know so I've only met you what maybe six months ago. Um, and it's been interesting the large journey because you know we've been talking about, you know, the scripts and you know, I've been looking at it and I'm excited for this. I feel like I, I am contributing. Hopefully I did in a little way. But oh, it's definitely. exciting. So, no, yeah, absolutely. And, and and for me is, and this is part of my question, is like if you can yeah and pretend you're a salesperson if you can sell this you know like what what, what is xp all about because i want people to be excited because I, I can see it um just through your voice and over the last couple of months you're excited for this project because you know um that very humbly you know that's not your project it's god's projects so that's why i'm excited you know you're a very humble person but i'm excited because i've been working with youth and young hours for the last 13 years and i think this has some legs to, to 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 grow so yeah look for those listening like what what is xp all about i, th- I think you're selling it for me Oh, am I? oh okay well I, I was an excels person so maybe that's <laughs> but no you you, you take over but you you sell it to everyone
1: yeah, yeah, sure, and and uh, I I didn't have my sales pitch hat on, so I do apologise yeah. for the listeners who are <laughs> who are going like, what is this thing he's been talking about for the last half an hour? This journey, yeah. So to to put some context, I'm on I'm on a journey to create a resource that helps young people um explore faith, and so mm. uh, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to talk to those kids. Uh, that uh, don't have a face background but maybe open to exploring something, maybe have some questions but don't know mm. don't know where to start. Uh, and uh, what I'm trying to do is create a resource uh, that helps young Aussies and speaks to Australian culture uh, in a way that meets them where they're at, you know, that ditches the bait-and-switch sales pitch uh, and that, that kind of arm-twisting uh, thing that we, we're used to in church that gets a bit awkward or you know those American resources that are a bit cringy and a bit awkward and you know uh, full of jargon and trying to genuinely connect with a uh, with a young person uh, and help them for the first time start to ask some really bigger picture questions uh, and and slow down uh, and engage faithfully with with where they're at in a way that hopefully facilitates some discussion and some questioning uh, and some exploration. So we're creating a series. It's nine episodes. They go for about eight minutes each. They'll have some uh, discussion questions with them. Uh, each each episode has three Vox Pop questions in there where you can pause the video and and create a bit of discussion. And they're designed to be done uh, in a group and used by by youth ministry practitioners, you know, chaplains and youth pastors and uh, SRE teachers across the board. Uh, so that, that's what that's what we've been working on, and it's coming out at the end of the year
0: uh of 2023
1: Sorry. depending on when you're listening to this so it may already be yeah. out by the time that you hear this
0: <laughs> yeah well i don't think so i'm planning to uh put this out in a couple of weeks unless something fast tracks from your end <laughs> i think people will have to wait so where, where do they go like is, is there someone that could sign up to get more information or yeah
1: yeah no uh thank you for w- w- once again setting that wonderful um question up for me uh uh they can head to our website which is www.xpfilmseries.com uh mm. or our youtube channel which is at xpfilmseries. uh and uh, you can check out our pilot episode that we filmed a couple of years ago mm. uh there's some stuff about it that i absolutely love and it's a pilot episode so there's some stuff in there that we've looked at and learned from which i'm i'm really excited uh about as as well um but yeah head, head to there and over the coming months uh that website will be ready to uh, to be able to uh, grab your details and preps for for signing up, so feel free to drop me, drop me a line. I'm super accessible. I always love a yarn. So if there's if there's some questions you've got about um, your youth ministry, or maybe some ways to ways to connect with some young people that you've got in your community, I'd love genuinely. I'd love to love to have a conversation with with you. That would be that'd be
0: wonderful. I'm conscious of time, and so. With all this stuff that we've spoken about, uh, this is probably the question that, well, not, not probably, it is the question I ask everyone who's who I've interviewed, is probably if you can give one advice, right, what would it be? What, from what you've learned, your experience, ministry, life experience, all that stuff, what's probably one advice that you will give to someone in ministry or even, an, or even a Christian?
1: I, my advice. hmm Yeah. My advice would be this. I, I think when God... When you get one of those God dreams, uh, mm. I think it's I think it's worth chasing that thing down. Um, I I know that God has given me this this amazing dream, and I just I just can't imagine the like the sliding doors moment if I'd gone yeah no I'm not gonna mm. I'm not gonna do that. Um, I, I think those, you know, that they come to you, they're these beautiful gifts that that just sit on your on the doorstep of your life and you have this opportunity to step into them or to, mm. to let them, you know, to blow away. And my encouragement would be for you to to grab that thing. Uh and then my next piece of advice immediately after that is as soon as you see that gift, the first thing that you need to do and you need to keep doing with that thing uh is is to give it back to God. Um and there's mm. a fear moment where you're scared that he may take this away from you. Um, be, now that it's, now that it's yours. Um, but it's only in that process of you actually releasing this, this gift back to him, uh, that it can go from being a good thing to a God thing. Mm. And yes. in that experience and in that refinement, uh, you'll discover more about yourself, more about your relationship with God. Uh, more about the gifts and and skills and talents than you could be uh, if you if you don't step into that uh, into that dream. So it'll be the hardest thing that you ever do. You mm. you know it when you when you find it, uh, and yet it'll be the thing that wakes you up out of bed in the morning, and you'll be able to say, "This is the thing that God has has made me to do."
0: Man, that's powerful. That's really really good, and I love the fact that that God dream. Um, because I think you know, I think everyone has it. You know, to be like, we're talking about believers here, so I think you know, those who follow God maybe have had that God dream or vision or whatever it is, and maybe they're like, nah, that's that's crazy, or no, nah, I'm not that type of person. And like you said, just let it blow away, and that's it. And so, yeah, that's powerful, man. And even encouraging for me, I think, oh man, yeah, what well, what's God calling me that maybe I've brushed aside and said, nah, that's not for me, but maybe. Um, God wants me to do it James uh it's been a pleasure thank you so much for for joining me and hopefully it's been good for you just to you know talk about this um you know the things that you've experienced and uh hopefully someone out there will will be blessed and they'll be encouraged to do um the dream that God has given them mm.
1: No, thank you so much for having me on Alicia I can't, can't wait to wait to see what what God what God does next in this in this place and uh my my God May God deeply bless you as you uh as you hunt down that thing that he uh he has for you
0: to do. All right, that's it. That's the episode with James. And um Yeah, it's so interesting because I was reviewing this episode, you know, just editing stuff. And you know, it's made me think how many times I ha I've said no to something. Maybe I thought, you know, it wasn't from God or I didn't want to do it or whatever it was, but you know, at least for me, what I got out of this episode was that, you know, we at least should think and test and pray about the things that we have. Like, I don't think every single idea uh, is from God. I don't think every single idea we have to do. Um, but it's important to think about these things and pray about these things and talk about it. You know, my encouragement to to you, to the, to the audience, to the listeners is to... You know, maybe talk to someone about it. Hey, look, I've got this idea. What What do you think? Or, look, I think God's placed this idea or this project on my heart. Do you think it's the right thing? What do I need to do? And obviously, it's as James said, some of these things take time, you know, especially today. We are so impatient. I know I'm impatient about things, and we want it to happen now, you know, straight away. And if it doesn't happen, it must not be from God. And so I think there's that twofold where, okay, maybe – an idea that you have, a a, uh, a project that God's put in your heart, maybe it is from God, but it's not for now. Maybe it's for ten or twenty years of time. But what can you do to um, to listen to obey, you know, God? Or maybe, maybe it's it's not from God. It's a selfish thing, and you have to discern that. Think, you know, what this is this is good, but. It's not the time. And a uh, very quick example, something that I'm studying at the moment for my sermon, it comes from Second Samuel chapter 7. Um, and David has an idea, uh, a very good God-honoring idea of building God a temple. And he talks to Nathan, the prophet, you know, and the messenger from God. And he goes, oh, I've got this idea. Like, how dare God, you know, um, j- just lives in an ark, right? Like, I live in this beautiful palace and God just lives in this ark. I want to build him a temple. And the prophet's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Like, that's really good. That's good of you. You know, God will love that. He will honor you. Um, and then God talks to the prophet Nathan and says, tell David not to build me a temple. And uh, there's more to it, obviously. But what? What it made me think is that, you know, even though David had, you know, the right motive, the right idea, something good for God, it's not always the case that we should do it. And, um, yeah, that's something else, you know, to think about. And I can't tell you that you should or shouldn't do it. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Pray about it. Uh, talk to your friends. Talk to your to, to your local minister. Uh, talk to people you trust and say, what do you think? And, um, yeah, just ask God to open and close the doors really do hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, my encouragement to you is that if you can share it with your friends or family or anyone that you think will benefit, that would be great. If you can follow me and, um, you know, rate the pod on whatever platform you listen to, that will be fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, see you guys next time.